Hi, welcome back to Roseanne Ramble. My name is Sophia, and I'm here with my friend, Megan. Hi. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and we are going to talk a little bit about college stuff, post-grad stuff, boy stuff, all the things. So, let's get into it. So, let's start from the beginning. Yes. So, I met Megan um, freshman year of college. Yeah, we met on our first day in our sorority. We were just sitting on the floor in the living room, looked around, <laughs> didn't know anyone, <laughs> recognized Sophia from Instagram, and decided, hey, um, you're my only friend now. So. Yeah. See, at our school, like, the pledge classes, like, of sororities are, like, I don't know, there were probably like 120 of us in the beginning yeah. or something. That's like the average. So obviously there's like a lot of people and it's obviously just like a really intense day. It was the first day. And yeah, we're from the same hometown and we had like a mutual friend and that's how it all started. But we didn't meet each other until we magically ended up in the same sorority. So. Yeah, it was good okay. though that we knew each other like somewhat. Like, I kind of knew who Sophia was, but a lot of people are from Phoenix, and they kind of all know each other, or at least, mm -hmm. oh, you know my cousin, or you know my friend, and they, like, had instant kind of friends, but, um, also Sophia's not the one to reach out and <laughs> talk to someone she doesn't know, so. Yeah, definitely not. That's the good part about both of us, is that I was like, okay, you're my friend now, and she's like, okay, great. <laughs> it was a fun little time, freshman year kind of sucked. Major. Yeah. Major. We didn't know how to do the things. <laughs> yeah, college was really hard in the beginning, and then especially, like, yeah, like, all these people are from Phoenix. Not that that, like, gives you, like, you automatically know people, but, like, you kind of do, and I feel like it's really easy to just, like, connect people and, like, make friends, and um, that was not the experience in the beginning, definitely, of college for us, I would say. We also went to schools that were somewhat smaller, and kids kind of... Like, at least me, everyone at my high school, we all grew up together. So mm -hmm. I never really had to learn how to make friends because I kind of had the same ones Yeah. since kindergarten. Going to college was like, okay, you don't know anyone. Now I have to go meet all these people. Mm -hmm. just, just not used to it at all. Yeah, which I'm really glad I did, like, going, well, obviously now, but even freshman year, like, when I hated it, I was like, I'm glad that I'm away and, like, can meet new people. And I'm in, like, a new environment, like, just being away from your parents. I think it's really, like, good for you to grow that way. You like realize not... how much they do for you, too. Yeah. I remember I would get so annoyed with my parents, and then I went away to school, and I realized how much they did for me, and just, like, cooking me dinner and just everything. Yeah. Like, you really learn to appreciate your parents more, and I think you get a better relationship with them because you're not, like, you know, on top of each other all the time. You yeah. can appreciate it when you see each other and miss each other. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, like... I don't know, you can't, when you're six hours away, like, you can't just, like, go home for a casual weekend. Like, I knew so many people that would just go to Phoenix. Well, the thing is, you could. I know girls that would, yeah. but then you have no social life because you're None, devoting yeah. it all to going home to seeing people at home who are doing the same thing mm -hmm. that they were doing when you left. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not good. Well, I mean, it's fine. Like, live your, like, live your own life. That's live life. Truth. Yeah, live your truth. <laughs> but, like... I think it's, if you're going away to school, just, like, stay away. Go away to school. Yeah. 
don't keep coming back. And then sophomore year, we lived in uh, the sorority house together. I made Sophia. Sophia does not want to live in the sorority yeah. house, but me and Haley um, forced her to. Yeah. Our moms forced us to. Yeah, and then my mom was like, that's actually such a good idea. It's so cheap and all these benefits, like XYZ, of all the good things about living in. And it was the best thing ever. I mean, yeah. it, it fucking so sucks sometimes. Like, definitely sucked. Yeah, we had some moments, but I think it worked in our room because Sophia is very much like the little homemaker of the room and would light all the candles and clean all the things up and all the little knickknacks. And she slept in our room, and then me and Haley slept on the sleeping porch like the lazy pieces of shit we are. <laughs> so we just slept all day. Yeah, and like a sleeping porch is. And our house, it was, like, the third story of our sorority house, and it's basically just a dark room with, like, a whole bunch of bunk beds, and if you're going out there, like, you're literally just going to go up there to sleep. Summer camp 24-7, yeah. 365 does not end. Such summer camp vibes, honestly. So, living in was great, though. We met all our little best buds living in, and... You really bond with people when they see you just, you know, having a casual mental breakdown on a Wednesday afternoon after a test. That's, I think that's how you make closest friends so that's how we all became close really fast we just saw every side of each other yeah yeah definitely i was even i talked about in the last one the fuck around 40 hey yeah that's like my trademark (laughs) so i was like you know when you're in sophomore year is really hard with school i think it's probably one of the more difficult years like in your major at least because you're getting into like the harder classes but you're not, like, really in your major major yet, like, the prereqs. You're kind of and proving yourself, too. Like, every professor is like, they're not there yet. And it's just, they just tell you how scary it is. But honestly, like, it's the hardest classes I had were sophomore year. Right. I don't agree with that. Freshman year is yeah. a lot of gen ed. A lot of, a lot of professors being, like, really nice. But also, like, it's, again, it's so much harder. And it just, it gets harder, but you learn how to manage it. So yeah. Much better. Definitely. And sophomore year was great. Good little, good little time. And then what? junior year, we all lived in, like, houses or apartments. So we kind of, like, got away from each other. Like, from living in 50 girls to, you know, being in your own little roommate. Which we got sad situations. about because we thought us moving into different places would kind of suck. Because I moved into a house with some of our friends. And then Sophia moved into an apartment. We all kind of wanted different things. Sophia got to be close to campus. And we got to pregame and do little stuff when we were going out of their apartment and then our house was more like the cozy space where I just I like the feeling of a house more than an apartment but I'm really glad that we did everything the way yeah. we did too. yeah but I don't know I think junior kind of was just it we all turned 21 that year so it was like a lot of fun junior lot of money. year was just birthday birthday yeah <laughs> I don't know why. it just felt like everyone's birthday was every weekend yeah and celebrating 21 is like rough on especially the on, on repeat yes definitely <laughs> No, we went to Vegas. Oh, yeah, we went to Vegas for Megan's birthday, which was so much fun. And, yeah, just, like, a lot of good little experiences. And then, obviously, senior year, it was just, like, wild train. Lots of emotions. But I was probably drunk or crying the whole time. So, (laughs) honestly. I think throughout college, um, my friend Megan here had the most experience with the guys True. (laughs) So I thought we would talk a little bit about dating in college because um, she's definitely the one with the most experience. So yeah, Megan has gone on a lot of dates in college. (laughs) 
Um, so I think that is a little good little topic to talk about. Dating I'm the resident dater. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't, I don't get scared even when I probably should. <laughs> I've been in some situations where sometimes I just wouldn't tell anyone because I didn't want to deal with, like, before you go on a date, everyone wants to see what they look like and yeah. what you guys are doing, and it just adds, like, a bunch of pressure, and sometimes you just like a guy and you don't want to, like, explain why, so you kind of yeah. just want to well, see what if, it's about. Yeah, and if it goes bad, like, I'm sure you don't want to, like, explain, like, oh, this well, was yeah. terrible, X, Y, Z, like, you kind of just want to be like, oh, one, one date and done, mm-hmm. like, that was stupid. Freshman year, before I would go on dates with guys, I remember I would, like, tell you and Haley, and mm-hmm. I would, like, hype it up so much, and then it would kind of mentally like get me like way too into it like mm-hmm. thinking and it's like we hadn't even been on a date yet and then we go on a date and if it sucked I couldn't I would kind of be like oh it sucked but really yeah. it was just like a week-long thing so right. it's a lot easier just to talk to a guy and not tell anyone go on a date and then if it sucks just be like I went on a date and it sucked this happened but like hey let's go out like, and then all of us are like wait what like you went on a date and didn't say kind of anything thing. everyone kind of goes wait where are you <laughs> okay so, let's get into some dating stories and just your journey to now having a... You have a boyfriend now, so it all paid off somehow. Mama, we made it. Yeah. Honestly, didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, freshman year, I came to school um, kind of talking, kind of dating this guy who's also from our... Um, where we're from, and he... Yeah, he played sports, so he was just a normal guy, but as soon as we got here, it was, like, instant. Like, I don't know if he thought he was a celebrity or every girl here did, but I was just not about it. It was just everywhere we went, just, like, yeah. the attention, and which would have been fine, but he did not handle it. I mean, he was, like, 18, so right. really, like, an 18-year-old guy getting a bunch of attention from all these girls. Like, yeah. I'd probably get a big head about it, too, but, yeah, that was my first intro into it. And then we began frat life. Where we just bounced from frats on the weekend, which is kind of what you do when you're not old enough to go to bars. And then I started dabbling in, um, well, what is another word? I don't know. It's just Tinder. Like, just, just Tinder. And you got well, apps. I guess, well, Tinder really, I mean, dating apps weren't really big until yeah, I think probably sophomore year, right? Or like that's when it started. I remember, yeah, because Tinder started as, I always thought it was kind of like a hookup app. And then people kind of started going on, like, dates off of it and stuff. And then that's when I was like, okay, I'll do it. Like, why not? Just to talk to people. Because kind of when you go out in college, um, the people you talk to aren't necessarily, like, looking to go on dates or do any of that. They're not looking to date. No. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I, like, wanted. Not necessarily a relationship, but, like, to go on dates. I wasn't looking for, like, the hookup scene. Um, So I started, I went on a date with this one guy towards the end of freshman year. Um, I thought he was, like, the best thing ever. I was, like, Sophia saw it. Like, I was, like, obsessed with him. I thought he was so cool, but he, yeah, was not. He's super, actually, manipulative and not great at all. And I think everyone kind of faces, like, a guy like that when they're either in high school or college, when you kind of, you don't really quite understand, and then you just kind of let someone manipulate you, which isn't the best thing ever. So that kind of took some time. I kind of just did my own thing after that and went on hiatus, but... Yeah. I think it was good because it made me, like, respect myself more and, like, right. not let, yeah, like, guys ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think are, like, red flags of people being, like, manipulative? Or just, like, um, you just get a bad feeling? Uh, yeah, I think the biggest, like, red flags are when a big ego because they usually think, one, that they're better than you, or, two, they can kind of, like, get whatever they want because mm-hmm. they think they're the best thing ever. So I definitely think a guy who's, like, humble is, like, what you should go for. But also, 
um, a guy who cares too much about, like, what his friends think because he's just looking for someone to show off. He's not looking for anything else, really. Right. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Oh, no, just anyone that kind of, like, tries to put you in a box and, like, keep yeah, you there. Yeah, like, try and tell you what to do. Yes, or, which yeah. I don't do well with people telling me what to do, so. Right. Or just stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I think everyone probably gets in situations semi like that. Even if they're just, like, talking to a guy and it's yeah. not even, like, really anything. I just kind of get a... Or they, like, keep trying to, like, pull you back, like, talking to you. Like, I feel like a lot of people go through yes. that. Like, those kind of guys. Yeah. Even in high school and obviously in college, too. And it is mm-hmm. just, like, not okay. Obviously, those guys are not mature. They need to grow up a little bit more. So, after your your post... Your break. So, you went on a break yes. for a while, which is good. I mean, you're... you're yeah, that was good. Yeah. We just spent so much, like, time with our friends and stuff. I really, like, didn't ever feel like I needed mm-hmm. to, like, have a guy around because I barely had enough time for, like, yeah. school and our friends. I didn't even have time for that. But I I started to, like, get back into it, and I was like, oh, why not? So um, me and our other friend, Dom, re-downloaded Tinder and decided to start looking on there, just talking to guys. Half of it's just the fun of, like, the ridiculous things people say to you, which are so entertaining if you're... Okay, so tell me about a Tinder date. Okay, so the most dangerous and sketchy Tinder date I've been on. Um, So our friend Dom has a brother who is two years older than us. Yeah, I think so. And he knew this guy, like, through a friend. So this is what made me feel like it was, I wasn't going to get murdered, you know? Like, less murder vibes because a friend (laughs) of a friend, it just cancels it out, right? Right, yeah. Okay, so... I decided when this guy said we should go to Mount Lemon, which is a mountain that takes about an hour to an hour and a half to get up. It's like a three to four hour situation. Yeah. So really just red flags, you know, like no first date should ever be three to four hours. You really should be able to leave. That's why I think getting drinks or, or lunch or something is like less or coffee because you yeah you can leave after 30 minutes if you hate it or you can like stay and continue it. But really, yeah. just being locked in for four hours is a wild ride. But anyways, I am like going up a mountain too. Like just to, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Carsick. I have chronic <laughs> nausea. What in the world was I thinking? Like I literally had to take Dramamine. I, okay, so he picks me up, and I just he instantly was just not as much my type as I thought he was. He was skinnier than I thought he was, and I'm just yeah, not a stick. So I just. Not looking for a it. stick, yeah. no. I don't like a guy who's going to, like, fall over if he gets hit with, like, some wind. And that's definitely, <laughs> like, what he was. So he picks me up, we get sandwiches, and, oh, gosh, this is the worst about getting food on a date is being gluten intolerant, because they think you can eat whatever, and then you're like, I'm gluten intolerant, which is just embarrassing. So we got sandwiches, went up mountain. 15 minutes in, I knew this was just not it. This is not it at all. We just we had good textual chemistry which is uh great texting before the date but then once we met in person it was just not like the same thing at all yeah and he was just too much and like too anxious um but I just kept a conversation going because I could talk to like a brick wall so also I just would rather talk about nonsense than sit in silence that's like the worst thing ever all right but cars are pretty intimate so having an hour and a half conversation where you're like in a car they're driving so you're not really like looking at each other and you don't really have anything else to like do yeah like if you're eating you can you know you're eating some food in your mouth you can like think and don't have to respond right away (laughs) when you're in a car you can't do that 
Um, yeah, because it's going to be a picnic. You're bringing your food yes, to the top. we're bringing our food, so there's nothing to do in the car. Um, I got super nauseous, which, shocker, I always do. <laughs> um, and then I lost service, like, halfway up, which was alarming, because I just, you know, Jesus, take the wheel, literally. I'm just with this random guy. Um, and then he kind of transitioned into talking about his ex-girlfriend, the whole time, bringing her up in every conversation. Oh like, I God. honestly learned more about this girl than him. And by the end of the day, I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to reach out to her. Like, she's she's way better than me. <laughs> I would never do that. But she definitely, like, yeah, I know everything about her. Her name, middle name, like, yeah. all of it. Her dog. Like, I think I know That's... she's, like, an Aries. Like, literally, like, everything. Yeah, so you don't do on a date That ever. is it. Number like... one is don't do that. Like, yeah. everyone knows you the past, but they don't need to know, like, any of it. Um, so then I just kind of knew, like, this is not happening. I thought he could also gauge that this was, like, not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, we were friendly, but just not, there was just nothing there. So he drops me off later, um, after our four-hour first date, and I decided, well, he texted me right away, like, it went perfectly fine, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't, like, fake it, and I also... I think you can ghost in certain situations, but not right after a date when you have a mutual friend. It's a little awkward. When you have a mutual friend, you have to be somewhat more respectful. Yeah. It kind of just makes you look like a bitch. So I decided to send him a text, and I was like, hey, I had a really great time. Thank you for the date. But um, I just want to say, I don't think you're over your ex yet. And I think maybe you should work on yourself first before um, going out on dates. But in, like, a nicer way, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I sent that to him, and he was like, oh, my God, I thought this went amazing. Like, huge, God, male toxicity. This man thought this went amazing, and I was, like, obsessed with him. No, not at all. And though I only probably came off like that, like, thank God for recruitment. So when yeah. recruitment teaches you how to get anyone to, to like you. Yes. And like, yeah. <laughs> so we thought it was chill, and it was not. It was all of me thinking it, but... I told him that, and he kind of was just so offended, and then I was like, yeah, like, sorry, but, like, no, you're not over her. I was like, well, have, like, a great life. Like, thank you so much for my sandwich. And then, <laughs> and then he refused to, like, stop texting me for, like, a week. Like, oh I think God. I just, I hit a nerve. Like, he would not leave me alone and was like, what do you mean? Like, well, and then it turned into, like, okay, you're right. Like, how do I get through this? And I'm like, what? I'm not helping you. Like, go. Like, we're not friends. No. Like, no. We're not homies. Like, go talk to one of your guy friends. I can't help you with this. So, yeah, that was probably the weirdest uh, date I've ever gone. Oh, and the worst part? I was sober, or what? Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess. But you do not tell anyone oh, you're going on this date. Yes. Like, she comes back and tells everyone what happened, and we were like, what? Like, you went to Mount Lemon with a stranger. Like, obviously, we've already said this. But, like, with a stranger, and did not tell anyone. No, because I get really anxious, so I decided it's easier just to, like go on activities by myself <laughs> instead of discussing them first because someone will talk me out of it, which um, probably would have been a great time for someone to talk me out of it. But yeah, I just decided to go for it. Um, could have died. <laughs> we are here to tell the tale. So bad. So don't go on mountain dates of any sort. No, but dating apps can be good. They are bad. Yes. Well, you met your boyfriend right now through Tinder. Yes. So. And like normal humans, we went to dinner on our first date and not to the top of the mountain, which was really good. But even that, like, I didn't know you were going on this oh, date. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no even, one knew. And it was just a restaurant, like, thank God, but like, yeah, no one knew. And she literally gets him. in the car and is like, 
So I met this guy. We've been on one date. No, I waited until he he literally went to the bathroom, and then I like, oh, pulled yeah. out my phone. Yeah, yeah, right. And I literally like took a picture of like both the plates, and I said, "Oh my god, on a Tinder right now, Tinder date right now, and this is like the hottest guy I've ever seen." I remember like I freaked out. Everyone in our Snapchat was like, "What? What are you doing? Yeah. What is going on?" And I was like, "I didn't tell anyone." And then I put my phone down, you know, going back to being, like, respectful, and then he comes back, and all of a sudden my phone is, like, like freaking out, and he's like, is everything okay? And I was like, and I, I, me in my head know that I just, like, dropped a bomb on all my friends. <laughs> so bad. No, I don't regret that one at all, though. I definitely think, that, like, well, it was not a lot of pressure, because it was just a restaurant, like, close to my house, kind mm-hmm. of. And then, also, I think the best part about that was that we didn't um, message or, like, text for a really long time before we went on a date. You just decided, like... Yeah, that... I think that sets up people, like, for failure. When you message someone for too long before meeting mm-hmm. them, you build up, like, a person in your head, um, whether just good, bad, like, whatever you think they are, and then when you meet them, you're always kind of subconsciously let down because they're never exactly, like, yeah. what your brain, like, made them to be. Right. So even if they're better than what you thought, like, it's just weird. Like, yeah. you think you, like, figured out who they are, but you don't know them. Yeah. So I really think I would stick to, like, a week or less of, like, talking to someone before you, you meet them in person, which we, I think we matched on, like, we matched on the day after Valentine's Day because we both were emo about all of our friends posting stuff. And then we started talking. We matched that day. Um, that was on Friday. We started talking and then we went to dinner Sunday night, mm-hmm. which I have never been. I have been more hungover, but it was definitely top five hangover experiences. We had a day dash the night before. Oh, yeah. Um, scraped my body out of bed at 3 p.m. Then I was at 5. I had to make it look like I'm not a literal piece of trash. And he was super sick. He told me later that he wanted to um, cancel, but he knew if, like, he tried to reschedule it, that I was, like, not the type of girl that would go yeah. on a date with him after, like, canceling. And I was like, yeah, like, you're right. I wouldn't have. <laughs> so, yeah. That wow. was really good, though. When I first walked into the restaurant, he was already sitting at a table. And I walk in, and I see his head over, like, all the other booths. And I turn the corner, and there's a two-year-old child sitting right <laughs> next to him. And in my head, I was like, this boy just brought his baby to a date, <laughs> and this is how he's going to tell me that he has a child. No, it was a baby from the booth over, just sitting next to him, but it was really cute. So funny. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it was cute, though, how he handled it. He was like, oh, this is my backup in case you, like, bailed on me. Some first date tips. Well, Talking we went to course. Korean barbecue, so we, like, talk about food a lot. Because it's really <laughs> cute. He literally was like... Now you can always say, like, I cooked for you on our first date. Oh, my because God. Because he's, like, cooked the meat and stuff. But I'm terrified of raw, like, food. So yeah. I kind of was having anxiety about, like, the raw <laughs> shrimp that was sitting in front of me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, yak. But now we cooked it fine. We were good. Um, we bonded over how weird our waitress was. <laughs> Just the weirdest <laughs> person ever. Um, what did we talk about? Well, he didn't go to our school so that... Mm-hmm. He had a lot of room to talk about that, and he played sports and stuff, so he talked about um, his college he, want, he went to, and then we talked about, like, our sorority and just yeah. everything like that, and, like, we're both from California, but from different places. I think just, like, normal stuff, but the part that made it easy was um, we both had, like, the same sense of humor. Yeah. Like, he's, like, weird like I am. Yeah. Not in, like, a weird, weird guy, but, like, just weird humor. Like, he didn't try to play it too cool. He didn't, like, make it... Like, he was just super cool, and I had to, like, you know, impress him. Like, it yeah. wasn't like that at all. 
which is really nice. So yeah, I have a feeling like as you get older and like going on first dates or just like dating in general, mm-hmm. like obviously you like are more inclined to be like yourself because yeah, you're like, older you and like you know that. yourself more and you're not like self conscious all the time. Like yeah, and I think it was nice that he graduated um, the year like before we did, so. He was already out of college, wasn't kind of in that mentality. Yeah. a lot of guys I met, like, in school, it's just different. They're mm-hmm. just, like, yeah, he definitely was, didn't really care what anyone thought or any of, like, that stuff. And he was, like, there to, like, meet me and, like, talk to me and not care about the other yeah. stuff. So that was nice because we just hang out. Also, he had just moved to Tucson. So that was nice because the first, like, few dates and a lot of stuff we did was, like, me showing him around and stuff. Yeah. Which I liked. There's not a lot of, like, crossover. Like, we didn't... I don't really know anyone he knows. So right. It was kind of like... It was just us. And then I got to introduce him to all of our friends. Yeah. Of course, my parents were like, you were in college for four years, and you waited until two and a half months before you graduated to get a yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Which, um, that's exactly how my life would go, though. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I didn't well, see that coming. Like- and you not can't everything, it. yeah, and it's definitely not something you can plan. Like, people that have these, like, crazy life plans, like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get married by this time and have a baby oh. by this time, and they're not even, like, with a guy. So I'm like, what? Also, what? I wasn't, like, on, I wasn't on Tinder, like, looking for a boyfriend. I was kind of mm-hmm. just looking to, like, go on a date and, like, meet someone. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, like, I'll definitely be my boyfriend. So yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing, but. I feel like it's really hard, like, when people, like, when you get so, like, obsessed with the idea of, like, having a boyfriend or, like, yeah, having this. Yeah, it's not healthy. Yeah, putting, like, expectations on things. I mean, if you just, like, kind of go with the flow, mm-hmm. it could end up better. Or you, like, just won't be as sad if, like, it doesn't work out. Like, you know, yeah. like, you didn't waste your time. You, like, met someone mm-hmm. new. They weren't your, they weren't, like, for you. But and then every, you go on to the next person. Every date you go on, like, you learn more about, like, what you don't like and what you do like. Yeah. So, even if dates, like, didn't go well, I've made friends off of just going on dates with guys. I've met guys I absolutely hate, and I can check yeah. that off my list of, like, qualities Yeah, I don't, like, want in a guy, but, and you learn more, like, just about yourself and how you come across and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, I was too anxious, or oh, I, like, overshared, like, too much, because <laughs> sometimes I overshare when I get anxious, so. Just keep talking. Yeah, I think it's, like, healthy, though, to go on multiple dates I mean some people meet people early on in life and you don't really have the opportunity but if you do why not just like go on different dates yeah just wherever like talk to whoever you can because you never know you hear all these like stories of people who are married with kids and they're like we met in line at the airport (laughs) yeah you just hear crazy things so you don't really know like when that's ever gonna happen right my sister met her girlfriend on Tinder, too, so my parents are very wow. thrilled with both of us. <laughs> yeah. Sponsored by Tinder, your whole family. He told his parents we met through mutual friends, and then <laughs> his dad asked which one, and I didn't know, like, we don't know any of those same people. And I was yeah, like, how would you have? <laughs> I just giggled, like, hey, all of a sudden, like, for coffee. <laughs> like, I looked for the waitress, like, yeah, yeah. Um, my mom asked how we met, and I was like, Tinder. <laughs> yeah. I know, what's like, I feel like there's such, like, a weird, like, stigma around Tinder, just part, because, oh, yeah. is it just because, like, people, like, I think it's because up? it started as, like, a hookup yeah. app, so people assume that's, like, what you were doing when you met, which is, like, not mm-hmm. true at all. Right. I got on Tinder. No. Like, if it works out. Just, like, cover your bases. Like, when Diego and I went to dinner, we met at the restaurant. Yeah. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. know anything about what my car looked like, or he was in there first. 
So if he was to be like shady, like if he was bad, it's not at all. But if he was, he wouldn't know like what car I drove yeah. to get there. He wouldn't know where I parked. So if I was to walk out, I could leave and he would yeah. know like nothing. Or like, yeah, just like not even having like, it sounds so bad. But like, yeah, not having a guy like pick you up from your house yeah, or like dropping you off. Like, yeah, because I'm I don't like, think anyone should pick you up. I think if they want to be like a gentleman about it and they feel the need to literally be like, call me an uber but then also they can see their ride history yeah. so maybe not maybe just some for tinder specifically yeah i just feel like there's so sure. many the you girl pants on and call your own uber or drive yourself because yeah. it's just better like when you're done when you decide at a date you don't want to see that person again you just it's just easier to not have anything yeah. and you never know some people get psychos yeah just, <laughs> just be safe out there <laughs> boyfriend right before we graduated yes like, you want like I think. Well, you guys weren't official, but your first date was in February. Yeah, so remember it was like right. we both knew we spent like every day together after our first date. And yeah. everyone was kind of like, oh, okay. it was really intense. I was like, Megan, are you sure? It like, was, <laughs> and I kept like waiting for that moment where I was gonna be like, oh, I'm like sick of him too much, mm-hmm. but it didn't happen. And now I feel weird because <laughs> I don't know how. To, I used to just be so independent, and now I'm like, I just like spending time with this person. Like, right. what is this? But yeah. Guess that's dating. So. Yes, that is a boyfriend. Um, yeah, so you got him in February. Cause remember, that's like what? Picked him up. Got him in February. <laughs> no. Like you got no, your chihuahua. Yes. So you started dating him in February. Yeah, that's my got my puppy. So we finished college, which is wild. Yeah, which was a lot. Um, you had to be dating someone through all of that because we just were trying to spend as much time as possible with our friends. We were so emo and sad all the time because we always every time we did something it was like this is our last Tuesday at this restaurant at this time this is our last test in this class with you sitting it was just every little thing was just so emotional the drama was high yeah (laughs) so high tear jerking all the time don't know why (laughs) yeah so that was crazy and then we finished college we're done we're free um so, talk a little bit about your post-grad plans. Well, I turned my internship into a little bit of a job, which was really nice because I didn't have to go and get um, just like a typical summer job where you're kind of just doing something that's not helping your career at all. Or you're just kind of making money. So, I kept doing what I was doing in my internship and I kind of just went for it and said, hey, would you pay me to do this? Because if you said no, yeah. nothing would happen. And I said yes and I was shocked. So, I've been doing that. Um, which is so good, like such a blessing because we were in San Diego all hanging out and I still was getting paid to work from there, which I never thought someone would pay me to work from home. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been really good because I feel it gave me like the confidence to know that I can get a job. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people feel like senior year, you start to look at jobs on like Indeed and all these yeah. things and the qualifications and what they want you to have is it's like 10 years of experience, like yeah. PhD, and it's like $12 an hour, and you're like, why did I go to college? And I decided in October, um, so pre-boyfriend, pre-all of that, that I was going to go be an au pair, which is just a fancy term for a nanny that lives with a family, typically mm-hmm. um, a family that can afford to have someone live with them, so that kind of lifestyle, and usually it's someone that speaks a different language, but... I did not want to do that. I wanted to go somewhere where they spoke English, so I decided to go to London, 
and I found a family that I really liked, and I started telling our friends, like, hey, I think I'm going to go be a nanny, because I don't want to do the real job thing yet, yeah. like, I just kind of need a break, I didn't get to study abroad, this is a way to, like, the perks of studying abroad without your, you're not paying tuition to yeah. be abroad, which is usually really expensive. Um, a lot of people did not believe me and thought it was, like, not going to happen at all, which, um, me too, but, and then I met them when we went in March, and then I knew once I met them that, that I was, like, good to go. I really liked them. So you used what website? I it? used Au Pair World, A-U, and then, like, Pair, P-A-I-R. Um, yeah, you just, like, make an account, and it's free for people that want to be an Au Pair. You list, like, your experience and what kind of family you're looking for, their little kids, their big kids, or where in the world you want to go. Um, you write, like, a little essay about yourself, mm-hmm. and I, like, remember me and Dom sitting in class, um, and me just, like, having a mental breakdown and decided right in that moment, I think I, like, failed a test or a quiz or something, yeah. and I was like, I can't do this, and I got on my laptop and started writing this, like, essay about myself. Dom read it over, and then I put it on the website, and it was just crazy, like, how many people message you like right away but the families on this website have to be approved and they have to pay a lot of money to be on this website so you kind of know like you're secure yeah. uh, so I'm going for six months so yeah it's a nice little break in between real world and college yeah yeah I think with even like looking at jobs and stuff like I feel like a lot of people get like so discouraged but like even just you asking like your internship like oh mm-hmm. can I get hey, do this, like, post-graduation, yeah. and then being like, yeah. Like, you can ask for things, even if you think, like, people are going to say no. And, like, the worst thing they're going to do is say no. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you suck, get out. Like, you know, they're not going to be mean if they don't have the budget to pay someone. Yeah, and I never would have, like, really done something like that. I never would have even asked for that. Because yeah. I just didn't think that's how jobs work. For some reason, I thought jobs were a thing you apply to. And you, like, get it or you don't. But really, jobs are connections, who mm-hmm. you know, and just all of it. And I think, well, my dad's girlfriend, she kind of, like, is a boss-ass bitch. Yeah. And she taught me to just, if you want something, like, ask for it, which I think everyone needs to have that mentality. So I did it, and they – I also work with mostly all females, which yeah. is, like, really nice because I didn't feel any of that. Like, there's not any – what is it, like – superior like well there is because they're obviously higher than you but like it's not like male dominated yeah like like, they talk to me like I'm very like capable like they don't talk to me like I'm the 22 year old in the office and everyone else is like a full adult right they talk to me like I'm at their level which is really nice yeah Um, and yeah I just think that they really like fully gave me all the confidence to get a real job so I think everyone should get an internship yes number one like I learned more in my internship in four months in college than I did four years of classes so <laughs> I think that's definitely like the best advice when you're looking for a job yeah do something not getting paid because if you want someone to give you a chance they're way more willing to give you a chance if they're not giving you money mm-hmm. well and yeah you can learn so much while not getting paid and like mm-hmm. you also like are in college and I mean yes like certain jobs like you get paid for because of like your degree and like what you're learning yeah. but like for jobs like your major was public health yes. mine was communications like these are jobs that were, like, it's a vast, huge, like, career field, and, yeah. like, there's so many. You gotta like, find your niche. Like, I was so worried that I just wasn't gonna have a, a specific spot. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's so many people that can do what I'm trying to do, like, why me? Um, but, yeah, I just kind of, like, worked that out, like, at my internship and realized I can create 
like contact for a hospital at a certain level of intelligence that like requires a science degree yeah so who they hire has to have one and then after working there they actually like made a position like for what I do and the next person coming in is getting paid a lot of money which is kind (laughs) of sad for me because I'm leaving but I'm so excited to go travel and they told me I'm not really worried now that I know what I can do um I can look for that like in San Diego and stuff yeah no that's awesome yeah I think I don't know I just feel like people think some people think that they're like too good to like do a job and not get paid for it yeah and like I just especially in like these fields like you have to get experience from do your belt and if you have to work for free that's what you gotta do like grind it out well that's what my dad told me like you're never like too good like you're still learning like there's Mm -hmm. still someone who's more qualified than you like forever so you have to just get experience where you can and ask as many questions as you can while you're there yeah I remember my boss when I first got there she said that she loved how I asked questions because they had interns in the past that were so scared to ask what was going on that they would just do like a horrible job or not finish it and then they'd be like oh did you finish that project and they'd be like no I don't know how to do that you never say, like, I don't know how to do that. Like, you just, you get on Google, and you straight up Google, how do I do this? And if you can't figure it out, you ask someone, and they're probably more than willing to help you. Yeah. They know you're not getting paid. If They know if you're in school or just graduated, so. Yeah. Well, and, like, you're there to help them, too. Like, yeah, you're making their life easier so they can answer your questions. Well, that is so exciting, though, to go to Europe and hopefully our trips can cross over because I'm going to. So it's so exciting. Live in a new country. At least we speak English. Gosh. I mean, uh, I mean, nothing wrong if you don't speak yeah, English. I'm so directionally challenged that like just getting around is gonna be. I think even just the opposite side of the road thing is gonna be weird for oh, so long. Me and my family are very excited for me to not be operating a vehicle for six months. Um, yeah, like alert the media and my insurance because they're probably like yes. She's not on the road. She's not even in America. Yeah. I should just live somewhere where I can't drive. (laughs) I have to walk everywhere. I love that. Yeah. I also, like, yeah, I remember when you were, like, applying to be an out pair, and I was like, you are going to die. Like, I kept telling her she was going to get murdered. Yeah, Sophia was very adamant about you are going to die. So, um, (laughs) stay tuned to see... Well, no, I'm, well, obviously you've met the family, so, like, that's all chill yeah, and well. Yeah, also they're both, like, pretty well-known. Yeah, the well, and they're, like, um, well-off, like, not saying, okay, that sounds bad, but, like, they're, they do well for themselves. Yes. So. They can afford to have an opera. I don't think like they're going to try to murder you, and you've talked to their current person, too, so. Yeah. She's alive. That's good. Yeah. All good she's times. Good. She's good. <laughs> she's from Portland, and she's really nice, so definitely good, um. You know, when you're going to go live some, with someone to talk to who's already living there. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to get all of your, like, tips on being out there. Or, like, we got to do something. We're going to write that shit down. Well, that's why I'm like, do I do a YouTube channel? Yeah. Do I do a blog? I don't know. I feel like when I started looking, there was not a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Because I think the stereotypical, like, au pair is a girl from, like, country that doesn't speak English really kind right. of like sm- from a small town but like wants to get out kind of mm-hmm. so that's what I've seen a lot of but I haven't seen anything on like girls from the U.S. or girls who like went to college first yeah a lot of girls are like 18 19 they do college courses while they're being an au pair but doing it post-college is like I think great because I don't have to worry about school and I have more time to travel yeah
Okay, so I put on Instagram a little like question thingy. So we go on there and see. Okay, um, how do you get out of a bad date? Kind of went over that, but actually, like, how do you get out of a bad date? Like, say you're at. You could be smart and tell someone you're going on the date before, <laughs> and then have them call you, or you just have you just grab your phone and you just text someone and say. Mm-hmm. Hey, call me right now with a fake emergency. That'll work like every time. Even if the guy's like you fake, like he can't argue with you. He no. can't be like, oh, stay. So like that that works. Um, what's your dog's name? It's my dog. My dog's name is Pete. My is dog's it, name uh, is Mila. Yeah, my dog's a little Chihuahua. He's a puppy. Mila is a. I'm pretty sure all Australian Shepherd, but she could have Border Collie. I don't know because I rescued the little weirdo. But her and Pete are best friends. The size difference. Love knows no boundaries. <laughs> they are lovers. Okay. A next, um, another question is, what do you want to be remembered for? Kind of deep. But mm-hmm. So deep, actually. <laughs> but. I think I want to be remembered for just being, like, who I am. Does that sound, that sounds so stupid. <laughs> but I mean, like, being the person that's just not afraid to be too loud, like not afraid yeah. to laugh, just not caring really what anyone around you thinks. And I'd say like being a good person, but also sticking up for people that I like care about. Like if that means I have to then be a bad person, yeah. if I'm sticking up for people who I love and are important to me, then that's what I like want. I want people to be like, oh, like if I'm a friend, like I'm loyal. And I think that's like yeah. the best thing you can be. Is loyal to like the people around you. Yeah, definitely. Just that. Just making people laugh, making things more fun. Yes. Wow. I love that. I guess I would want to be remembered for. Yeah, I guess just being myself. It sounds so dumb, but like just truly just being like authentic. Yeah. I suppose. Like the good and the bad. How do you say that? I think you're really, like, strong. Like, I think what people Yeah, like, are, I don't really care about, like, people's bullshit, like, at yes. all. And, like, I just don't care. And, mm-hmm. like, I... That sounds, like, mean or, like, bitchy. And that's fine. Like, you can think whatever you want about me. But it sucks, like... You... Like, that's the thing, is I think being, like, strong as, like, a woman is associated with you being, like, bitchy. But... Yeah. No. Like, I don't really care. If you want to think that about me, you can. But... Yeah. I'm strong and my friends are strong. So... If yeah. If that makes us unapproachable, then... Sorry. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, and that's another thing, like, if you can't recognize, like, when just someone's being strong versus being, like, an actual bitch and, like, being mean, like, there's mm-hmm. a difference. So, I don't know. Maybe grow some self-awareness or, like, yeah, figure it out because... But also, like, I feel like we're strong in the way we, like, mind our own business. Too. Yeah. But, like, we're not all, like, yelling in people's faces or really even caring what anyone else does. No. We kind of yeah. keep to keep to ourselves and do our thing. Yeah. But I guess we remember for just, like, being strong and hopefully, like, people, I don't know. I mean, ideally, like, I'm empowering people or, like, making people feel good about themselves or, like, teaching someone something yeah. um, in this life. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be weird once I'm to a point where I feel like I can do that. I still feel like yeah. I'm so young. I know. I don't know what's going on. What do you hope to achieve in life? Which is also a bigger question. But I feel like this can be taken a few ways. Right. But... As far as, like, career achievements, I guess, um, whatever position or, like, title that puts me in, I just want to, like, enjoy my job. Yeah. I want to feel like I 
did something that I really liked and helped people. Um, I hope like I grow as a person and like learn more, whether that be like more school or like mm-hmm. just different careers. Um, I'm also not afraid to change careers. Like my parents have done that a few times and I'd rather do that than be in something that you're not happy with. Yeah, no, definitely. As far as like social stuff, um, I just like, I don't know, I want to make my parents proud. Like I want to be able to take care of them like the way they took care of me. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to like continue on, have my own kids, all that stuff. I just, yeah, a big like family person. So yeah. I guess just taking care of my family that I love and then having like a family to then take care of me eventually. Yeah. Now I guess the same thing for me. Like achieving, I guess, is just like doing well enough to like take care of people that I care about. So like mm-hmm. parents later in life, you know, whenever I can do that. I mean, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. But um that. saying yes to things. Like mm-hmm. I just we've done a lot of stuff. Like a lot of us and our friends have gone places or done trips or little things where people are like, How do you even do that? Like how'd you even organize that? How'd you pull that off? But when you have a bunch of people around you that have the same kind of mentality, like, well, why not? Like, we could do it. Yeah. Like, we can. And once you start to do that, I think you can do, like, so much more stuff yeah. on your own. And really, there's not, like, like, really, there's not limits. Like, it sounds dumb, but it's true. If you, like, think you can do something and you just think it into existence, yeah. like, it works. And- I love that. And, yeah, maybe having your little children's one day. Oh, and- yeah. Me and Sophia's kids are going to be... Yeah, friends. Yeah, little buds. Athletes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Just want to make a whole, you know, football team. <laughs> Basically. Well, those are all of the questions that we got right now. So, those are fun. Look, Q&A. Yeah, Dan right there. Popped my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, I think that's it. This is pretty long so far, so you're still here. Thanks. <laughs> my mom. That's all. That's my mom. Hey, mom. mom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I am just popping in on here to say that if you have any suggestions for this podcast, um, email me at roseandramble at gmail.com. It will be down in the description box thing below. And, um, I will have both of our Instagrams linked down there, mine and Megan's. And, uh, yeah, thanks again. Bye.